Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts and minds be pleasing to you, O Lord. Amen. Comfort. Comfort is that weird thing in life we're always chasing after. We're just trying to be a little bit more comfortable. I remember years ago in a sermon, a pastor mentioned that generally we feel if we have just 10% more wealth than we do right now, we think we'll feel comfortable. But then when we get that 10% more, we still want 10% more of that. And we keep looking and looking for more wealth. We try to keep trying to find our comfort in places that we don't necessarily find comfort, right? And when we have a mountaintop experience, as we like to call them, this faithful moment of, of God breaking into our lives and, and it's just wonderful, sweet, enjoyable, whether it be at camp or at a meal with friends or at some big event and we just want to celebrate and we just want to stay there because that's where we are comfortable. But we can't. Because we have to get in the car at the end of camp and drive home. Or we have to get up the next morning and go to work. And we have to get back to our normal everyday lives. And for a lot of us, our normal everyday lives are kind of the opposite of comfort. Because we're hectically scrambling everywhere, trying to get everything done, trying to run, 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 a do run, 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 to do run, run, right? And that's just what we do, it seems like, in our society today. We don't ever slow down because we're always chasing for more comfort. We're always trying harder to make ourselves feel better. So we come to these lessons today, this Sunday of the Transfiguration, where this Jesus person who we were waiting for his birth throughout Advent, and we celebrate his birth through the 12 days of Christmas. And then we acknowledge on Epiphany, January 6th, that he is the Son of God, that he is King of kings, Lord of lords. And then we spend that entire time from Epiphany Sunday until today hearing stories about who Jesus is and what Jesus is up to in the world. And we've heard parables of what the kingdom of God looks like or what the reign of God looks like. We've heard Stories of Jesus' miraculous healings. We've heard stories of disciples being called to follow Jesus. 
And today we have a story of three disciples being asked to go up the mountain with Jesus. And this going up the mountain is going to mirror what Moses did in Exodus, our first reading from this morning. And Peter recounts it in his second epistle that he wrote, our second lesson this morning, of this activity of going up and what we were expecting and not expecting. You know, you have a great teacher in Israel and you're going to go up a mountain. You expect something to happen. And boy, howdy, does something happen. Because Moses and Elijah show up. And one of the great questions of history is how the heck did they know it was Moses and Elijah? Because they didn't have Facebook to check on Moses and Elijah's status updates. They didn't have a church directory of photographs to look at and go, oh, this is what Moses looks like. I'll be on the lookout for Moses. Just two guys show up standing next to Jesus, Moses and Elijah, and they know who they are. Because Jesus stands in this tradition. Moses was the first prophet. Elijah was the greatest prophet. And Jesus is yet another prophet. And then, and then, Jesus turns bright white, brilliant white, so light, so bright, that in fact, as we just sang, Jesus' brightness puts our light into the shadows. This confession we've been making that Jesus is God is suddenly the most truest thing that we've been doing in these last few weeks of Epiphany. Excuse me. This realization that we suddenly have that the living God is walking among us, is walking with us today, can be a frightening thing. Because as we're looking for comfort in being with Jesus, the, this God who we want to take away all of our pain, the disciples who are alongside Jesus suddenly fall down in fear because of what's happening here. Because they hear the voice of God claiming who this Jesus is, they fall down and fear, not to praise, just fall down trembling. If you've ever had an experience or you've been so shocked by something, so, so um, yeah, shocked or enamored or, or blown away by the reality of what's just happened, And you have to fall down because your legs can't hold you up anymore. You just have to take a seat or or you just literally fall down onto the ground. That's what this is like. 
That's what relationship with God is like, because that's that moment where we realize that we can't do it on our own and that we don't have to do it on our own, that we don't have to run, run, run constantly just to get ahead, that we have comfort in the midst of this, that we don't have to make our own way, that others can help us and that God can help us through the work of others. I think that's what's happening in this story is that every time we tell this story, we remember that we can't do it on our own, that we can't make ourselves comfortable. We're never going to do enough. We're never going to get things set up in just the right way so that we can make ourselves comfortable. Instead, our comfort has to come, can only come from who God is in our lives. The activity of God in our lives, the activity of when when we are on the ground, shaking and trembling because we're hearing the voice of God, and then there's Jesus bending down to touch us on the shoulder and say, it's time to go. Let's get up and move, and go down the mountain into life again. I am with you. One of the great themes of the Gospel of Matthew is that this idea of God with us, Emmanuel, the name for Jesus, one of Jesus' names, Emmanuel, God with us. At the end of the gospel, Jesus says, I will be with you until the end of the age. And here, in the midst of their fear, God, Jesus, reaches down, touches Peter, James, and John, and says, come on, it's time to go. I am going with you. We have work to do. Let us go find comfort and being in relationship with one another and find comfort and being and working together in God's reign. So let us go. Amen.